0: G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post Preview Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, November twenty, uh, November twenty eighth. I'm John Barker from Winning Post. As usual, Daniel Nuttall and Joel Marshall. Well, Daniel, it is the last weekend of spring. But there's still plenty of quality around, led of course by the million-dollar winter bottom. But uh, there's black pipe all over the place. How uh, how confident are you ahead of attacking this weekend?
1: Yeah, look back of the valley. Um, it's hard to be um, too confident there, I guess, at times. But yeah, plenty of quality, as you said, going around and in Sydney as well. Um, a couple of really good horses at the back end of their spring campaign, turning into the summer now. Um, and of course, Brisbane and Adelaide, this quality which is going around as well. I think I think Sydney probably the more confident of the of the four tracks, um, but hoping we can we can get a collect in, in all states this weekend. Well, you say four tracks,
0: but uh, what about the fifth one? Ascot, which is where the biggest race of the weekend is happening. Joel and it's a strange one because uh, you've got sixteen to face the starter, uh, only the one across from the East Coast, and it's a very, very hot favourite in trekking, Look, does tick all the boxes. Uh, Listeners will know that I'm very keen on my fun facts, and uh, look, the East Coast horses have dominated this race. The best lead-up has been the Manicato, in which uh, trekking ran very well, and he's even drawn in the right uh, barrier range, Uh, so look, he ticks all the boxes, but I just I, – I look at trekking at $2.20 or
2: something, and uh, I think – It's a bit short, isn't it? A bit skinny. But, um, look, just uh, – just, you've got the right form this prep, hasn't he? Two group, one seconds, uh, a good fourth in the Everest. It's really – it is the top-tier form, and there doesn't seem to be a standout local this year. There's a couple of up-and-comers. Um Indian Pacific, Elite Street, both building good strike rates. But when you look at the market, and you see Celebrity Queen and Stage, a couple of the Bob Peters horses. I think they're hovering around $9, 10 which suggests they've got a hope, yet they've released Willie Pike to ride trekking, probably tells you that they certainly think he's the one to beat and they're going to allow uh, their number one jock to get another group one.
0: All right, well, we may as well start there. Uh, as I say, it is the biggest we- race of the weekend. It is worth a million bucks. Um, it is the Crown Perth Winter Bottom Stakes. Race nine at Ascot on Saturday. 1,200 metres standard weight for age. And 5.30pm makes it 8.30pm. Uh, nice bit of evening viewing, Joel. So I take it you, you are going with trekking.
2: Yeah, I like trekking. He's hard to tip against. In terms of... Sort of a betting play. I mean, you can stand him out in multiples and exotics. But I'm, I'm going to be having something each way on Red Can Man, who I'll throw in for second. I tipped him in the railway last week. He had a lovely run. Just you wanted to be on him at the sort of the 300. And then you saw Inspirational Girl finishing off and you probably knew she was going to win. And in the end, he couldn't run a place. But he wasn't far away. The Probably just the strong mile saw him out. Um Coming back to 1,200, never easy, but I like horses on the quick backup. He's drawn well, which is a plus, so he should be able to get into a reasonable spot without doing too much work. So he's the one I'll be having a little something on, and it's probably the Cornella play. I uh, thought Stage Man certainly had a chance. He's uh, you know been around a little while, but he's won eight from 25. He's going pretty well. And Rock Magic, the old boy, uh, he's 11-year-old. He's had a few cracks at this race. He was placed last year. His two runs back from a spell have been pretty good. He's drawn well. And, yeah, you can certainly do a lot worse than uh, include him in your exotics.
1: Daniel, any uh, objection to trekking? Yeah, much the same as Joel. Trekking on top and we'll be sounding out in the exotic plays. Um, Just the form from the east is pretty hard to ignore in a race of this nature. Of course, um, not, not much interstate uh, talent coming over. Um, so the clear top pick is the one. I do like the four Valor Road. I've always had plenty of time uh, for him. I know Simon Miller took him to Adelaide um, um, not too long ago, contested some good races there, and he measured up. Um, he won with the blinkers on for the first time, two back, in the Prince of Wales, group three, and then saw a heavy eight for the first time last start and just didn't finish off. Um, like the way we're used to seeing from him. So I think he can bounce back and uh, and worth throwing into and it's worth throwing into exotics at a at a bigger price. Um, stage man and Elite Street who's sort of working his way through the grades this preparation and meets um this is the first stage trace another so a group one race. So uh, he'll be over the odds as well and Flirtini has to navigate for a wide draw. Um but with with any luck with Paul Harvey on board, um, she can certainly figure in, in the top three or four. So trekking on top, but play around the four road the eight stage man, as well as the thirteen Elite Street and fourteen Flottini. We'll perhaps the way I play it. Okay, our man in
0: Perth, BJ O'Ryan having the uh, BJ Ryan having the week off. Um Scott McDonald standing in and Scott He's also, with trekking, in fact, made trekking his best of the day from eight stagemen and then the up-and-comers Elite Street and Indian Pacific, 1, 8, 13 and 12. The other stakes race on the Ascot Program is race eight. The People Start Tattersall's Cup, 2,100 metre listed race. Scott likes 10, Royal Command to beat nine, Paddy's Shadow, four double digit and two, tell them we're coming. Joel, did you have a look at that uh,
2: Tattersall's Cup? No, no, nothing, nothing else for me on, on the card box.
0: No worries, Uh, Scott's value bet on the Ascot card comes up in the last race 10, number 12, Canvassed. Back on the East Coast, we are racing at The Valley in Melbourne and there's a couple of black-type races there, starting in race five with uh, the McMahon's Dairy McKenzie Stakes. 1,200 metres for three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Only the seven left in it at this stage with
2: LA Boom to stay in Adelaide. Joel, what did you like here? Yeah, going with five, Nicolini Vito seems to have come back in really good order. This bloke was a strong maiden win at Kilmore and then upped his game a little bit at the Valley last time out with 60 and a half. So he gets a bit of a weight drop and he looks to be on the up four deep speed. I think coming back to 1,200 Uh, should help. There was a bit of pressure on him at the 1,400 last time. He certainly wasn't disgraced. Six, I love the game. Uh, chased home Nicolino Vito first up. It was only a narrow margin, and you'd have to think there's some improvement there. So well, he can certainly bridge the gap uh, in some respect. And next best, number one, free to move. Five, four, six, and one.
1: On the six, I love the game. I was pretty keen on his chances first up off a, a really nice jump out. He carried 62 kilos in that race Nicolini Vito won. Uh, a winner carried 60 and a half, and they're, they meet at level weights here. So Vantage, uh, I love the game in that regard. He was sort of always also pressured on the, on the speed from Showsome some decorum in that race, and um, it was really brave to stick on. Um, I think Mario too can... Um, there will be speed on from deep speed, and a couple of others doesn't have to lead necessarily. I love the game, but I think uh, with that weight swing and his Vantage can turn the tables on Nicolini Vito, well, I've got for second, uh, deep speed in for third. that impressed uh, this track. Two back, um, winning quite easily there. They're the main three. I've got the one in for four, three to move. Six, five, four, and then one.
0: Yeah, and I went with deep speed on the strength of that win here. Two back, might have found the 1,400 too far at Flemington. Free to move, red, Peroni and Nicolini. Vito complete my four four one seven. And five, the other stakes race at the Valley on Saturday is race eight, the Fiorente at Sun Car Lion Stakes, 1,000 metres, set weights and penalties for four-year-olds and up at listed level, Joel.
2: I've given human nature another chance. I was tipping him at Sandan last start and using the reason that getting away from the Valley might help. And now he comes back to the Valley and I'm still tipping him. He'd been racing well at the Valley his run at Sandown I thought was good in the Doveton Stakes. I don't think he's a sort of an inside gate, getting cluttered up type of horse. I think he does need room. So I'm not too worried about the tricky gate and uh, Michael Poy, I think he is a bit of a trick horse to ride this bloke, just, seeing, just going through his run. So I think Michael Poy would be better for having had the ride on him. So I've lent his way from five, Prisado, first up from a spell, yet to win, but has four seconds and coming off what was probably his best campaign yet, Putting those three wins together through the winter at Flemington, uh, two Coruscate good effort in the Doveton last time out with 62 kilos, racing very consistently and one Sartorial Splendor gelded before resuming at the Valley with a good win last time out. He's got plenty of pace, this bloke. Just whether that you know that pace and that tendency to still want to go fast, perhaps a bit too fast, and we'll find him out in this better grade. I'm not too sure, but eight
1: on top from five, two and one. It's a nine meteorite who went down as a dollar fifty favourite last um, last Friday night, and looking at a field of four and face value, so a little bit disappointing. Um, but I just thought he jumped really well, and and Luke Carey probably to no fault of his own, probably riding to instruction. Um, sort of didn't let him run along. I guess at the at the tempo he, he did when when he when he thrashed him earlier in um earlier in the preparation. Uh, Grandview having just had that sit and was too strong late. All, all honours though to the to the winner who, who they do meet again here. Um, I'm going to give him one more go though. Meteorite, I think he's a a super talent. He's come back in terrific order. He's run down the straight was excellent in a in a, a good race. This is a listed raid, but I think he's up to it. And um, I'm going to put him on top eight. Human nature. If they go overdo it in front, there is a a little bit. Of, there is plenty of speed in this race. 10, Profit's Thumb as well. I've always had plenty of time for her. Um, she just hasn't had the luck. She deserves this preparation, um, can, which can be the problem with some of these get-back run on horses. Um, but with, with even luck in running, she can certainly be figuring late and seemingly discreet, um, going well this time in with two wins from three starts. 9, 8, 10, 11.
0: Yeah, I thought if Prisado was tuned up, as Joel says hasn't won first up but does run well first up uh but at the weights uh is just about a special uh on uh, ratings here i mean a thousand meters is the is the key to Prizado. all six wins have uh come at the trip and uh yeah i mean rated right, uh Cor- Coruscate, um is is rated a point higher and has a kilo more and uh apart from that uh Rosado is very well weighted against these. Sartorial, Splendour, Coruscate and Seemingly Discreet. Round out my four, five, one, two and 11. My best was the uh, horse very unlucky last start in re-edit. That's race four, number eight. Maybe looking for more than 1,600 metres. I hope not, but uh, that's my best and my value bet is uh, all banter. Race six, number
2: 13, your specials, Joel? We've went to the last for my best, race nine, number six, Overkill. There's a few chances in this race, but he's still untapped this bloke. They've left him an end tie, being by Fastnet Rock, out of a pretty handy Kiwi sprinter. He's won three from five. I thought the first up run at Bendigo was quite good behind High Stranger. He had the 59 and a half. He had a tricky gate and... I suspect there'll be a fair bit of improvement in him. He's won twice at the Valley, so I've lent his way as the best. And in terms of the value, I've gone race three, number 13, low. He took on one of the heats of the Country Series first up and wasn't too bad at Bendigo. And then at Mooney Valley last time out, in a class one, was trapped wide, three deep, no cover. And I thought battled on quite well. It was over four lengths from the winner, but... I think there's going to be a fair bit of improvement in him third up, and he gets the blinkers back on. So I could certainly have something each way on him. And a couple of others. Paul's Regret, race six, number 14. I see he has accepted for Warnable Sunday, where he'll be a lot shorter. But he might get the speed on to suit in race six. So if he goes around there at double figures, he's worth a look. And I'll probably have a bet in the two-year-old race. So I like the look of number five, Glenn Eagles, son of Capitalist from the Busted & Young stable. They won this race last year with Tagaloa. This bloke want to jump out very nicely on Monday.
1: Uh, my best early in the day, the first, race one, number two, still be friends who was out of Benalla Maiden, but it was a, a pretty dominant victory. I think that performance um, rates higher than you know, the other performance of the, um, his rivals here and, and the format of that race. Has since stood up pretty well, so still be friends. A uh, pretty backable price of four dollars twenty at the moment. Um, my best value, uh, the Valley race one number two and the value in race five, um, the race we covered. Race five number six. I love the game, although as you noted, Bark Al, Bark's Alley Boom has come out, which makes it a, a field of seven. So I'm going to be paying top two in that one. But yeah, a va- best race one two, value race one uh, race five six. Back to town in Sydney for the Metro action
0: this Saturday. We are at Rose Hill Gardens and not a bad card, uh, quite a good card. Plenty of numbers and three stakes races starting in race six with the ATC Cup listed quality handicap over 2,000 metres, Joel.
2: Going with number one, Wolf. He's got the top weight of 58.5 and, and he's first up since his Wink Stakes run on August 22, so interesting placement, but... We know this stable can uh, pull that off without any trouble. Dropped out after having plenty of pressure in that wing stakes, and obviously not all well because they pulled up stumps and didn't press on for the spring. This is his right level. I thought he could control this and it'd be very hard to beat with Tim Clark aboard. Too fantastic. Back out to the two thousand meters should be suited by that. He's got a good dry track record. He's drawn well. Nine lure me in. Tricky gate for him. He's he needs to get in a good spot, sort of top four, top five, I reckon to show his real best. So I'm not sure if he can do that from that gate, but if Jason Collett can work his magic, he's a hope. And 11 rocker clock in winning form at Flemington last start. She might be suited to stepping up in trip. She's by Piero. They usually improve as they get over a bit further, and she does drop down to 53. But I like one
1: wolf each way from 2, 9 and 11. With Mantastic, the two certainly deserving of a win this preparation. He keeps racing well um, without without reward and as Joel touched on that key is getting um, staying on a dry track and getting back up to two thousand meters. I'm drawn well James McDonald going on um, just tick a lot of boxes of the two. So here's my top pick. I've got the ten in next bond Vicini and uh, the visitor from Melbourne. Um, she's just she was stepping up to two thousand meters for the first time in the matriarch and wasn't beaten all that far by a fair to remember despite having not much luck in running. Um, lightweight Hope, at 53 kilos, as is Rocket Clock, who is uh, first go at 2,000 metres. Um, really like the win at Flemington. Uh, she'd be building up to that. She is a talented mare. And in for fourth over the five, Savakul. 210, 11, 5. Race seven
0: at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday and Fourfield full field of 16 here for the Fujitsu General Festival Stakes, 1,500-metre quality handicap, a group three, Joel.
2: I'm giving Ranier another chance. Uh, the Overs got got me in the Hunter last time out after getting a, a good price about him and he jumped favourite and he was the first one beaten, really. He was in a good spot, but coming to the turn, Jason Collett was niggling at him and he didn't really pick up. It was just a bit of a flat run. And perhaps coming back to 1,300 was the slight negative. He's got a good record at Rose Hill. And I think pushing out to 1,500, he's worth another chance from his stalemate, Faistos, number six. Both runs down in Melbourne through the spring were good. Probably didn't handle the heavy 10 in the Sale Cup. He was beaten five and a half lengths as a short-priced favourite. But his prior effort went second to Windstorm was good. And he gets in well here with the 54 and a half. 10 Outrageous was a good winner at Flemington on Cup Day. Down to fifty-four. Here, he's won twice, second up, so he shouldn't be going backwards. And eight Noble Boy next best. Going to need a fair bit of luck from that gate. He's well up to winning a race like this. He'll be fitter for that Golden Cup run, um, but just yeah, he might sort of be a top four, top five hope, and then with a better gate, might be a live chance in the Villiers. Two on top for me from six, ten, and eight.
1: Yeah, I'm with the two as well. Rainier. Um, yeah, as i said, nothing, nothing, no real excuse about. The last start uh, effort uh, went midfield there, Got like to 1,500 metres. Of course, it rose to the last run here. It was the third to Wild Planet, the Theo Marks, and that also came to Melbourne and won a Group 3 and, and performed pretty well in a couple of Group 1 handicaps. So um, whilst he hasn't been able to break through this prep rain here, I think the form is um, pretty decent for a race of this depth anyway. The one in next, the stable mate, um getting out trip, I think. Helps, and uh, there's another with a good record at the track. I'm ready now, fourth up. Got the 15 down the bottom through the cracks, who um, sort of takes on this level of race for the first time um, and deserves his chance at it based on the win at Newcastle. Um, so had have one won a long way out. Um, a bit of now again, third up. Very good record, of seven wins, 15 starts. And in for fourth, I have Noble Boy, like the first up return in the Golden Cup. We'll um, sort of get back to... Near his best. Um, We can certainly give this a shake. shake. 2-1-15-8. Last
0: of the black type races at Rose Hill on Saturday is race eight. Schweppes Starlight stakes, 1,100 metres. Another quality handicap. This one at listed level. And, Joel, in this week's winning post, you have spoken to Matt Dunn about the returning snits. Who is ready to take on just the three races over the summer, and uh, certainly on the form of his last campaign, is going to be hard to beat here.
2: Yeah, look, fortunately, wasn't uh, fast enough to snap up the early price about him or the stablemate Lady Banff in race five, which uh, Matthew did suggest work a little bit better than Snitch during the week. They both opened up double figures, and I think they're both into around four hundred and sixty. So. Um, Hopefully someone out there got the got the overs because Snitz should not have been double figures. His form last prep was good, as you said. He won first up with the 59. He went to the takeover target and won again and then finished third to Classic Legend, got within a length of that horse. He's won three from seven first up. He's trialed well. Nash was aboard fresh last prep. He's on again here and he's drawn gate two. So he just maps to get all the favours. And, uh, yeah, look, it's, it's an open race. There are a few chances. So, you know, I think fourth... Four fifty to five fifty, probably right price, eleven villama, a, a nice speedy mare that is well in with the fifty three and a half Thought she ran okay down the straight at Flemington. No match for ancestry, but that horse is flying fifteen space boy has lots of pace, he's sort of harnessed that much better in recent times. He will strip fitter for that first up run and thirteen in and up, a bit of an old favorite. He runs very consistently, he loves wet ground, but he handles dry tracks as well. And mm. won't know himself down on 53 kilos, but keen on four snits from 11, 15, and 13.
1: Villamoy was a, I guess a little bit of a forgotten horse in the market. I was surprised she's come up uh, 750, and she's maintained that price. Um, as I s- say this Thursday afternoon, 53.5 kilos, which is really well in at the weight. She was excellent first up in a pretty handy midweek race, beating California Zimbal, and then went and frank the form in Melbourne with a group... Um, the group win and then down the straight, as yeah, Joel said, no mass for ancestry. It was her first go down the straight and she acquitted herself pretty well. Uh, back onto a dry tr- track here, uh, regular jockey, or not regular jockey, Tim Clark back aboard. Mac- McAvoy rode her in um, in Melbourne and yeah, Timmy Clark and Villamoy get along pretty well. I think I thought she was the, the best of the day, especially at that price. Uh, pretty keen to have a crack on her, the 11 Villamoy. 14 and next Varda, who's also. Gets in well at 53 kilos. Um, she ran in that same race at Flemington, finished fourth. Find Ancestry where Villamoy finished third. Um, Fitter again now second up. Snitz, obviously can't ignore. And the, the money during the week's obviously a good sign. Very talented. Gelding, consistent gelding. Um, seldom runs a, a poor race and does have form fresh. And I thought Poetic Charmer might be one over the odds to throw into wider exotics. Um, Sort of another one. He's never far away, especially first up. He only encountered wet tracks last preparation and he performed pretty well, but he, is, um, he has got form on on top of the ground as well. Um, so I thought he was over the odds in uh, in this. But keen on the 11, especially at the price. 11, 14, 4, 10. Well,
0: those three black-type races are the first three legs of the quaddy and included... The team's best bets going head-to-head there. Race 8, number 4, Snitz for Joel. Race 8, number 11, Villamay for Daniel. And conveniently enough, we're going head-to-head with our value bets in the last race, starting with you, Joel. Race 9, number 14, Miss Einstein.
2: Yeah, she's been a model of consistency for a while, this girl. She was a bit stiff not to win a race or two during the winter on wet tracks. She kicked off on a wet track at Rose Hill and ran really well and then got back on top of the ground at Newcastle and was very good from the back. Just needs a, a little bit of luck to go her way. Racing pattern always seems to see her settle back half of the field. So she's just going to need a little bit of luck, but she's come up around 10 or $11 and that's probably a good enough price to back her each way.
1: And With the 13 criminal code, uh, Form West Australia is now had two starts with Chris Waller on um, the east. The first, that was at Bendigo was well-supported into uh, near favourites, uh, just didn't fire on the wet track, it was well-beaten. And then to Canterbury in one of the night meetings a couple of weeks ago, and um, he was probably a little bit unlucky not to win there, um, the winner of that on the white turf. They meet again here, and Criminal Code gets um, two and a half, or three a half, three-kilo weight swing in his favour. Um, fitter again third up for that run, um, and onto a, we'll get onto a firm surface now for the for the first time since joining the Wallace Stable. thought so it was well over the odds at, um, at 17 to 1. So, yeah, race 9, number 13. They're
0: racing on the course proper at Morfordville in Adelaide on Saturday. There is a black type race. It is race 7, roadside services, City of Marion Stakes, 1,200 metre listed quality handicap.
1: Daniel, what did you find for us yeah, here? Yeah, probably a couple um, I want to zone in on. One, Prophet slum We're not sure whether she'll she's yet to be taken out of either race in Melbourne or here. If here, we'll be having a bet on her. Um, as I sort of mentioned last, uh, during the Melbourne preview, she hasn't had all that much luck of late, uh, but she's running she's running really well and finishing around some good horse. I think this is a good race for her. If she can get her chance. Uh, too good, too hard is the other one. Um, was excellent I thought down the straight. Flemington, a group three, bumped into a, the red hot Fiesta. Um, despite her not getting a whole lot of luck, she sort of held up for about 300 metres down the straight, too good, too hard, but went out, really attacked the line, and was clearly
2: the only real danger
1: to Fiesta at the end there. Um, so those are the main two two and five. I've got the one in next, Saver, 2XL. Um, bit of an overdue win, I guess. Last start at Morphville, ran them ragged out in front. Uh, had been running well in some good races prior, but got the um got the lead pretty easily last start and was uh, far too good for them. Uh, Barrier 12 makes a little bit of a tougher task for the rider this time around, but if you get that of cheap lead. Um, certainly been it for a long way. And in for fourth after seven, I Remember You was um, sort of a bit of a drifter before her last start running. What was a stable debut for Will Clarkin? But... The warming up late she picked up and hit the line nicely, up to twelve hundred metres will certainly suit. And um, fifty four kilos, she's a she's a definite chance to pick up some black type here. Two five one seven.
0: Your best comes up in the following race, which uh, is over 1,600, a heat of the Alco Pop series. Yeah, another
1: dual acceptor in Kai Shaka. Um, she's down to run on, in the Bowl, the Jericho Cup meeting as well. Um, she's been nominated for that today. So I'm not sure where she'll end up. But if here, I'm pretty keen on her. She, you know, she's always been a mare that I've had plenty of time for. She sort of came of age last preparation, winning three of her first four and a couple of those... Um, in A pretty arrogant manner. She went a bit too early last start. She was ridden much closer to the much closer to the speed than I anticipated she would be. Um, hit the front and sort of didn't finish her race off. So I think with a quite ride from Barrier Eleven, she can let loose with a bit, uh, a late run and and take some take some holding out. I think so. Race eight, number four, the best. The value comes up in the first uh, Capital Raider, Kieran Maher, David Eustace Philly from Capitalist. Took on that English race on Cox Plate day and uh, was just pressured to was just went to the front and was um, pressured out in front and look entitled to knock up on Debu. She's back into a much weaker race here, drawn well, fifty four and a half kilos on her back. I think she was over the odds in early markets in this. So race one six, the value at Morpherville.
0: Action starting to hot up as we move towards the Summer Carnival in Brisbane and we head back to Doombin this Saturday where there are two stakes races to round out a very big nine-race program. First of those is Race 8. It is the Sky Racing Tattersall's Recognition Stakes. Over 1350 metres, a listed quality handicap, Daniel. Yeah,
1: a couple of um, very competitive like um, top races at Dune, but I think Red Chase can win the recognition stage. so last start winner um, with that win under the belt, I think he can go right on with it he, we saw this from him last preparation, he took a a few starts to uh, to get going and warm up and when he did he was able to win um string together four on the trot, this time around he's, he had the three starts, uh, one for a Wheatwood placing first start with an, an excellent return and then a third and a fourth and a couple of open handicaps and they're finally able to win one at Dooban last start. Um, Taylor Marshall sticks. He's been on board all preparation and they have a good association. So I think he can go on with the job, um, adding merit to his cases. Ballistic Boy, who he beat last start, came out and, and won nicely last last weekend. So Red Chase on top. The Erovian hard to knock, um, winning despite things not really going his way in his last couple. Um, Tester shadow. It's form around the aerobian. I think she can run a big race. And Snitch um, sort of always bobs up um, at times with the right run. He can certainly um, feature in the top three and, yeah, cast us to go on all the exotics. Two, one, nine, and five. And race nine at Doombin on Saturday,
0: which is also a black type event, is the Spirit of Boom classic for Phillies and Mayors. 1200 metres, set weights and penalties at a listed near level. Near
1: impossible this one. Uh, I thought you can you make a genuine case for at least half the field. Um, I'm with the six on top, blazing miss. Uh, Mark Newnham, runner, obviously a visitor from Sydney, who's had all three runs in at Randwick this preparation. Um, wasn't bad in the Nivison, and back to the favourites on a heavy track. Two back, uh, wasn't beaten far there, and then good again on a wet track last start. I think he, she's a better horse on top of the ground. Um, those conditions you'll see here. And um, she's drawn ideally here with a lot of... A uh, uh, few of her main rivals sort of drawn wide in the field. So six on top, four, jammy Lady. I think we can give her a pass mark for the first up run. Wasn't beaten all that far. Was a beaten at favourite and finished seventh of 11. Uh, didn't show that sort of finish that she normally does, but... Um, she's too talented for her not to bounce back. She doesn't put in two bad runs twice. Needhorpe in next. Uh, Barry 19 at the moment, With the Scratches will probably come in at least a 15 um, or 14. Uh, does have a task there, but look, you know, can't left out. she has plenty of speed from the draw, so wouldn't shock to see her speed across from that wide gate and, and take up the running. And La Cosmo in next for David Van Dyke, a former Snowden runner. I really like the return from her. At and Fresh, despite a wide run, um, suited here in this. And you can make a case for a, for a few more, certainly. My numbers in this, 6, 4, 11 and 19. All right, your best
0: coming up earlier in the program. And it's a horse that uh, hasn't won for a while. And that's uh, it often threatens to. And that's race five, number two, Kubrick. Yeah,
1: that's right. He was having his first start for Chris Waller. Um, here a couple of weeks ago, and I I didn't mind the first up run. Um, He was only, he looked and loomed up. and looked like he was going to give Desert Lord a bit of a challenge, um, but just sort of peaked on his run late. That horse, Desert Lord, who's a very smart galloper and will win plenty of races around this, um, around sort of southeast Queensland in time. He's only beaten a length and a half there, but just the the sort of set weights, conditions of the race, Kubrick, well-placed in this. Um, an 86 or came 80, 59 kilos with um, really well-weighted compared to some of his rivals based on what he's done so far. So, yeah, we haven't seen the best of him in, in some time, but I, was, I thought there were good signs from the, from the last start, the Run. if he can sort of um, improve on that effort, he's a definite winning chance and hence my best of the day. The value comes up in race seven. Um, another Chris Waller-Galloper Waller in Baller, who was first up for the stable last start, a long way back, um, and on the turn, you probably didn't really give him all that much hope to be chasing down the leaders, but he, um, he really rocketed home and did extremely well to finish as close as he did running into third. Um, he'll get back again from the wide draw, but there's plenty of speed on in the race, and uh, with a clear passage in the straight, he'll be he'll be rocketing home late, and he'll take some holding out, I think. If he gets things his own way. Um, things fall into place for him. So, yeah, race seven, number 11 baller, my best value at Doomban.
0: All righty. That wraps up a uh, big Saturday of racing around Australia. What are they doing earlier in the day across the Tasman Joel at Ellerslie and Whanganui?
2: Yeah, eight race cards at both of those venues. Uh, decent three-year-old race at Ellerslie, race six, the Trevor Eagle Memorial, and conveniently enough, my best bet comes up in that race. She's a maiden, Helsinki, number 15. She's had the five goes. She promises a lot, this girl. I thought she was going to be a real thousand guineas type oak. She... was a good effort. First up, went second, then struck a heavy 10, and just sort of threw her campaign out a little bit. I thought her last run was good in defeat. I think from barrier one, just they can ride her with a bit of cover. She doesn't have to probably rode her like the best horse last time out, sat outside the lead and she just got nabbed late. Ridden with a bit of cover. I think she's more than capable of measuring up to this stakes level. My value bet at race eight, number eight, my world, coming off a couple of minor placings at good odds, and I think can certainly finish top three again from a good draw. Uh, a, It's not a bad race. This is a little bit of depth to it, a couple of up-and-comers, but his last two runs have been good, and I think he's on the way up. Over to Wanganui. Going to give London Banker another chance. A lot of money for him last start. I made him my best bet. He was a bit disappointing. He finished fourth. He was third up, getting to 2,000 metres off two very pleasing mile runs, and he might just have needed that 2,000-metre run under the belt. He gets in light at the weights again. He does seem a progressive staying type, and look, he'd want to be going very close here. Uh, Otherwise, I might be jumping off. And in race eight, value bet number six, Wee Dram. Very consistent. It's only won one from six, but around the mark, all the other runs, uh, last couple have been quite good. This is a step up in distance, but I think that'll be okay. I think that'll suit and gets the two kilo claim for a talented apprentice. Uh, So that's the value race eight, number six. Takes care of Saturday. There is a very
0: interesting race on Sunday. There's quite a bit of good racing on Sunday, but uh, in particular, our attention is drawn to the Hames Paint Jericho Cup, which is race eight at Warrnambool. It's over 4,600 metres. They run through the paddocks. It's restricted to Australian and New Zealand breads. Uh, we uh, all know the history of this race. There will be 14 of them going around. It was won by the Maran Eustace Stable last year. They have two runners this year, quite well fancied as well, and in fact our panel is, is uh, unanimous. Our winning post panel that one of those horses will win. Daniel, Will join
1: the five for me, Barks. Uh, um, it was it was, inter- it was interesting to see how we'd go up to the thirty eight hundred metres at Ararat, based on his consistent performances, sort of at the two mile range, um, previous starts up to 3,800 metres and he led them up and never looked like losing. He was won by five and a half lengths. I've been been three weeks off in readiness for this. And I think it's his race to lose Will John, based on the strength of that win at 3,800 metres. Looks like he'll get over this trip of 4,600 metres just fine. Um, And he's my main pick in the race. I think the 14 Super Liguerra might be the one who's over the odds. Like the winner of Chugra on Cup Day in that two-mile race, he controlled it from the front and beat Dar deputy. And they meet again here. And then was went the Kite last time on a wet track, and just wasn't as wasn't as effective. Um, back to back on a dry track, suits. I think he's won over the odds. I think the two Bula, the Elamara New State runner, is a chance. And three Jaquila for Michelle Payne. Uh, maybe my four in the race. Five fourteen two three.
0: Okay, that wraps up the preview section of the program, and leaves us only to give you your best, give you our best twenty dollars bits of the weekend. It's Lazy Lobsters. Lazy Lobsters.
1: Lazy Lobsters.
0: Well, we're not finishing spring in the best of form, although uh Daniel you do get some credit ballistic boy all up the astrologer. Oh
1: so close. Uh, well, teaches me for great Yeah, let's <laughs> the two leg like, multi didn't work. Um, but oh well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, look, I went fairly close with High Stranger as well, but it was a complete wipeout, uh, which we are trying to avoid this week, and my selection for doing so is at the Valley on Saturday, and it is race eight, number five, Presado Our guest lobster this week is Mark Reynolds. If you would like to be the guest lobster, just send us an email with a tip before about two o'clock on a Thursday to incoming at winningpost.com dot, com dot au with lazy lobsters in the subject line. Mark Reynolds is going for a fairly safe one, you would think. And uh that is trekking in the winter bottom in Perth, which is race nine number one.
1: Daniel. Uh we'll go to Sydney. Um race eight in the Starlight stakes. We're gonna have twenty on the eleven Villemai.
2: I'm going to go to Doombin. So it's a race that uh, we didn't cover, a race that Daniel didn't cover earlier in his preview, but I see he has tipped it on top. Race two, number six, Baby Wong, I think will be winning and getting himself into the Magic Millions. I thought it was a good effort on debut at Newcastle. From the wide gate, he never stopped trying. He'll be better for that, Andrew Million, to take the ride. And yeah, he's around 380. I was hoping to get a bit better. He still might, uh, but uh, I think he'll be winning.
0: Excellent. Well, I've got a good feeling about this week's lobsters. I think we are getting ready to bounce back. Finally, don't forget to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It is available online now. Just go to winningpost.com.au and click on the link in the main story, or it is uh, going to be in shops first thing Friday morning. And uh, it's got all your form for Friday, Saturday and Sunday, fields for Monday and plenty of great reading and features. Besides, have a great weekend, everybody. Back plenty of winners. We'll talk to you next week.